2: Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome back to Woods and Water, South Carolina, for another Saturday of fun. How many minutes is it again? 48. 48 minutes.
1: Give or take yeah. a few seconds here and yeah. there. 10 seconds here, 10 seconds there, who knows? <laughs>
2: <laughs> hope y'all are doing well today. I know yes. we are.
1: Yes, we are. Had a, I was looking for it here, and now I can't find it. After last week's show, oh, there it is. Here it is. after last week's show, I have a listener call- uh email me from Denver, Colorado. It's crazy. you never know when you're gonna nope. hear never never know where people listen, which is really scary when you think about it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Who are we leading astray? <laughs> Don't know, <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh anyway uh he uh Phil wrote in and said um." said, hey, I didn't hear about it while you were talking this past Saturday, uh, but do the boat captains have to go through background checks? And I thought we covered that with Tony, Mm -hmm. but it may have been while we were talking to him before we went on air.
3: Okay.
1: So, yes, boat captains to be associated with the South Carolina, with either the Bass, the TVF, or whatever, uh, SAF, yeah. Yeah, they have to go through background checks. Okay. So thanks, thanks for the question. Look, I'd, I'd love 50 of those a week. Mm-hmm. So don't hesitate to email me the contact information on the website, woodsandwatersc.com, or it's roger at woodsandwatersc.com, or taylor at woodsandwatersc.com. Mm-hmm. woodsandwatersc.com. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Or go through Facebook. Yeah. Message us on Facebook. DM us through Instagram. Instagram. Good job, Dad. Uh, thank you. I know what a DM is. <laughs> only only because of Lisa Waller Falcon boats. <laughs>
2: I tried to explain to you what a DM is. I know. And you just don't, I it don't get take. It. Right.
1: stories and DMs.
2: Yep. But uh, you can find us on social media yourwoodsandwatersc, Woods and Water S C and I am Taylor Am Doors.
1: Yes. Yep. Yeah, that's on Instagram and Facebook.
2: Don't don't be scared to reach out though. Yeah. It? We're I always mean, here. We don't bite. No, we don't. Well
1: We've had rabies shots.
2: Come back, find me when I'm not hungry. Then I may not like But
1: <laughs> is there a time you're never hungry?
2: Mm, I don't. Very know. rarely. I don't. There's like a time slot in the afternoon that I'm just not hungry.
1: <laughs> Maybe 45 minutes.
2: <laughs> <Take> 45 minutes. <laughs> I'll get back to you on that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Get back to us. But thank, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for the message. Uh, thanks for letting me clear that up. But yes, uh, boat captains do have to go through background checks if they're in one of the affiliated. You know, membership roles for high school fishing, middle school fishing. Good question. Um, This is National Shooting Sports Month,
2: which means we have a very special calendar event.
1: But but here's here's from the national from the, the NSSF, the Firearm Industry Trade Association. They actually have a thing here. Ten things you can do to celebrate National Shooting Sports Month. August of 2020. We're halfway through and we're just getting this. What's wrong with you? You need to You more active and getting things. I'm today. co-host. Your You're host. Co- okay. Bring someone new. Pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Introduce somebody. Try something new. Whether it's picking up a shotgun or picking up a pistol. Mm-hmm. Try try bowling pins. That's a lot of fun. That's <laughs> a lot of fun. Shooting at bowling pins. Trust me, with a pistol, it's great. <laughs> Rediscover shooting, you know? Reactivate. Yeah. Um find us national shooting shooting sports month event near you. We got some of those coming up. hmm Make it a date. Actually got one of those in the in the thing. She do. Make it a date. For those of you who don't get that the first time through, that's like you and the person you're dating, <laughs> make it a date, go shooting. Okay. <laughs> it's Saturday afternoon. <laughs> you know, I don't know. what type of you know, <laughs> If you're like us and got up at 5 o'clock this morning to go fishing, mm-hmm. you might need somebody to say, okay, wake up. Uh, cash in on deals. A lot of times I'll have it. Uh, specials running this month. Practice firearm safety. Always good to practice your safety. Mm-hmm. Celebrate freedom tradition. Our constitutional right to bear arms and the freedoms that are associated with it. Share it. Let's go sh- hashtag. Let's go shooting hashtag. Plus one movement. Whatever. <laughs> Win a great prize. You know, there's some. Uh, let's go shooting has some super giveaways, and uh, you know, <laughs> let's go shooting Win a great prize. Sounds good to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Calendar. <laughs> Brought to you by Visit Anderson and
2: Green Pond Landing Event Center. She's
1: getting better,
3: folks. I'm
2: on the ball this She's morning. She's getting guys. better. Okay. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, the first one we got is coming up August 29th. It's the Dog Days Fun Shoot at Bluefield Shooting Club. Um, there will be a food truck. Food truck. So that means I won't be hangry. Woo, if I go.
1: Where is Bluefield?
2: It is Round O, South Carolina. <laughs> Make sure you round got
1: that. O, round, round, a, round O, South Carolina.
2: Round O. Somebody type that in and tell me where that is. That's uh, Low part State. Um, there'll be golf carts for those that need some help getting around. Registration is open till the day of the shoot. Um, the main event is 100 targets, $75. The five stand is 50 for $50. So make sure you yep. go check that out.
1: Run into the eastern part of the state, Maury Sportsman's Preserve in Society Hill, South Carolina. August 22nd to August 23rd, they're going to have a big shoot, combo shoot for, with four branches. Shoot Maury's on Saturday and four branches on Sunday. Registration starts at 8 a.m. Shooting starts at 8.30. Off the course by 4. Lunch included each location. The main shoot's 100 targets. Fun shoot. Uh, Combo score will be broken down out of 400 targets. $1,000 guaranteed prize money. Uh, Broken down through each class and all. Shooters do not have to enter the combo. Each course can be shot as individual. Uh, And they go on prices and all that. But you can go to moreespreserve.com for more information. Sounds like fun. It's like a That's sore like shoulder.
2: <laughs> We've got one from the Rocky Creek, South Carolina Sporting Club Association on Sunday, August 30th. Um, main event 100 targets, $76 from 9:30 a.m. to 12:30 p.m. Flights. Um, it's a fun shoot. 100 targets, $50. Five stand warm up, um, $5 for 10 shots. Registration opens 8 a.m. Lunch at through at 11:30 p- a.m. to two. 2- 2 o'clock p.m., and the main event must be shot before fun course must be on fun. Wait, before fun <laughs> course. They have a typo in here.
1: Okay.
2: Fun course starts at 3 o'clock. So. Okay. All
1: right. I think we've already covered this one. The Palmetto Shooting Complex, Saturday, August the 22nd, uh, in Edgefield, South Carolina. It's a $75 state shoot. It says benefit fun shoot with door prizes. It can have a fish fry from 11 to 1. And uh, you can find out more information about this one at the Palmetto Shooting Complex.
2: Okay. Um, we've got a shoot and dine at the Rocky Creek Sporting Clays Center. Um, that is in Richburg, South Carolina. It's Thursday, September 17th. Targets are not registered. Members, $55. Non-members, $65. Any course from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. It includes a 100 targets, center and a raffle. Email Courtney at rrc, or rcclays.com to register.
1: She's a lot more detailed with some of hers than I am with mine. I'm <laughs> rushing. All right. Couples date night. Here you go, folks. The range at Ballantine, uh, which I'm assuming that's in Columbia. Yeah, Indian land. I'm sorry. Indian land, South Carolina. Wow. Oh, it's T Y N E and dot T I N E. Okay. Couples date night, August 22nd, 5 to 8. It's a recurring event. Uh, looking for something fun to do on a Saturday night? Try to get that spouse or, or significant other to. Uh, Chime in and go with you, or do you just want to show your husband how to shoot? <laughs> <laughs> Couples date night, one night, one price, thirty-five bucks covered your lane fee, targets, and two rental firearms for two people. Join between five and eight p.m. on the fourth Saturday of each month. When you're done shooting, relax, the lines and socialize. Pretty cool.
2: I will save my last one to the fourth segment. I don't think we can get to this,
1: you don't think so? No, probably can't.
2: Nope.
1: nope. Only got thirty seconds left in this segment. Amazing how time, how how fast time flies.
2: We got a guest join us, and
1: yes, yes, Philip Dixon and Shield Hunt got a uh, laundry detergent, the scent spray, the body foam, foam, and and the body wash over here. Uh, we're going to talk about scent elimination. So, y'all hang on. More woods and water south go on the other side. Give him a minute to listen. It is. You can't mistake the voice, can you, Taylor? I can't. No, no. He doesn't know what's coming.
3: No, he doesn't. No,
1: Philip. We do we we do this to everybody we bring on now because the voice you just heard is. Well, I tell you, we hate to say this in 2020. He was supposed to be the face of South Carolina tourism, which is really yeah. tough. But when you when you hear that voice, is that Darius Rucker is that hooting and the Blowfish?
0: No, that's Darius Rucker, because I've met the man and had a great experience with him, and he is a legend. I was just getting ready to say, clearly, the best intro music I have ever heard, second only to maybe anybody that uses Freebird. So
2: just throw that out there. That's another win for me, Doug. Oh,
0: I can't believe it.
2: (laughs) Darius Rucker team.
0: Darius Rucker team wins again. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, Jerry, you can't get wrong with Darius Shocker. I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: Thank
0: you.
3: <Finally. laughs> he'll, he'll always
0: be who he's a bluefish to me. Now, where did now where did you meet Darius Shocker at? So, um, at the Charlotte racetrack. Um, yeah, I, I was, I came up with this, no Texan driving program with my other job, and yeah, um, implemented it. And it was weekend with Cody 600, and he's singing the national anthem. So, part of our little thing is we're we're in the uh, drivers meeting. And uh Darius Rucker's in there and so you know, I'm six three and he's like five foot nothing. <laughs> so I I saddle up the side of him and, and I said, uh I said, Darius, hey, how's it going, Philip Dixon? Good to meet you. And like most celebrities, you know, he he's polite, but sure. you know, he wants to get done with you as soon as possible. Right. And he says, Hey, yeah, nice to meet you. I said, Hey, listen, I said, uh I just wanted to thank you and he says, Well what are you talking about? I said, Well, the the day y'all got your record deal Y'all were playing in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, okay. and Okay. Uh, at a place called Ziggy's. And he's like, yeah, yeah, oh, I remember Ziggy's. <laughs> I've got his full attention now. And I said, well, I, I was in there watching you guys on a fake ID. Um, I, I was uh, e- either a, a very old 15 or a very young 16. I can't remember. And y'all announced that you just got signed and you bought everybody around. Oh, no and you don't know it but you bought me about six rounds i I appreciate it and my friends told me i had a great time that night and i've been a fan ever since and he just starts dying laughing and so we stand over there and talk about all the different times he had come around the area Uh i'd I'd seen the guy play forever and then some other friends of mine opened for him and so by by, by the time uh the end of the meeting gets done. Like we're BFFs. Right? <laughs> like we're smacking butts in the shower. And so, fast forward to uh, this year, yeah. and we go see see uh, Hootie comes back out in concert and. Um, man, I tried reaching out on social media, saying, you know, trying to get his attention, saying, hey, you know, I'm gonna I'm be front row, you yeah. know, uh, you know, throw me a bone. And I think it would have worked out, with the exception that Dale Earnhardt Jr. and his wife,
3: oh, were wow. front
0: row also, and you know, you know, Dale Jr. is gonna win that fight. Sure, you know, Phil Dixon every day. Yeah, so, <laughs> Dale Jr. gets a shout out. I you don't. didn't? And, you know, we're not BFS anymore. Crushed.
2: <laughs> Great story, Taylor. You just never know. No, you 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 just never never know. know.
0: No, that's
2: great.
1: We could talk about this. Okay, all right. We we keep going, but no, no. Well, thanks. What an introduction. Honestly, I mean,
0: better than one I had. (laughs) Well, I, I thought, I, isn't it, aren't you supposed to talk about what is it, alcohol, rock and roll? Something else? <laughs> no, I forgot. This is a hunting show. That's, this is, yeah, this is not a good
1: time, rock and roll fan show. Although yeah. we, I, although I like my music, I do like my music. So. I'm and not, it's very Taylor, Taylor has I'm some. Not yeah, but anyway, we we are uh, <laughs> to get back on the topic here. Uh, <laughs> we got we got Philip Dixon with the Lemon Shield Hunt. Philip and I have known each other for a few years back uh, from ATA, and and Jerry Widener from Hunter Safety System was good enough to make an introduction. And uh, Philip, I think you talked for like ten or fifteen minutes, and I walked out of there going, I am not a deer hunter. <laughs>
0: Well, it's, it's it's crazy when you get you you bring next level technology yes. into a sport that has roots in such simplistic methods yeah you know I mean it's easy to feel that way
1: yeah well I felt that way I didn't you didn't make me feel dumb or anything I just walked out of there going I really don't understand scent control like I thought I did. And, well
0: uh, it, it's very misunderstood you're right yeah
1: it is and and that's why I have you on uh, not every year we don't do this but I think every other year we've, we've kind of made this kind of a thing because uh yeah a deer when it comes to his it's almost like a superpower scent driver and some of the biology of a deers ability to smell and catalog a smell and associate a smell uh, that's where y'all excel uh let me show hunt and I, I'm just going to let you go because you know this stuff so well and you're you talking to it so well. we got about eight minutes in this segment left, and we'll bleed over to the next one. But just talk about a little bit about where you think you need to go to get the message across to deer hunters about a lemon shield hunt and scent control and, and how you all do it.
0: Yeah, and, and you know, I think you kind of started to touch on it because our process is so different. Um, you know, scent control, I think everybody – recognizes the fact that they have to be aware of it, but everybody practices it in different ways. Okay. Um, And one of the things we've tried really hard to do, you you know, the the market itself is so saturated with every kind of snake oil and, you know, Houdini kind of thing. And and we've tried to separate ourselves from that and be very clear in how we explain how our technology works. Okay. And our technology comes from the hospital industry. Uh, specifically the disease and infection control part of the hospital industry. Um, So, you know, really with with our spray and our core body foam and a new product that we've got out, uh, it is really completely over-engineered for hunting. But uh, there's such a place for it because of how well it works. So, um, you know, typically you have three different ways of Utilizing scent control with a spray. And that is you either try to encapsulate it, uh, which basically means you, you just take your technology and it just bear hugs right. every single odor molecule. Um, you have um, a poison method, which is the silver products. Okay. And then you've got uh, your carbon and charcoal, which is basically, for lack of a better term, Uh, just a big sponge that absorbs it, doesn't let it out in the atmosphere. So where ours is different and unique is we utilize what's called a mechanical kill. And a mechanical kill is simply, I would tell you it's like, if you get stabbed in the heart with a knife, you're going to die. All right. Your body body can't form an immunity to it. Um, There's nothing you're going to be able to do. If you get stabbed in the heart with a knife, you're going to die. Right. That is a mechanical kill, and that's how our stuff operates. Um, we have five products out right now. Um, so everything that we do, um, we have a preparation phase, and we have an application phase. Right. And for the process and the science to work properly, everything has to go on a clean surface, whether that is your body, or whether that is a garment or a textile. So, with our hair and body wash, uh, obviously you would want to uh, get your body clean first. And, you know, you, you can't make hair and body wash or laundry detergent, but so sexy. Um, <laughs> it, because it, it is what it is. I mean, right. You, you know, there's, there's not any magic in it, there's nothing that's left behind that works for you. What, what both of those things do one for your body, one for your clothes. Is they, they get rid of all of the pre-existing bacteria so that you have a, a clean canvas to then apply the next step. So with your body, that would be the core body foam. Okay. And with the core body foam, you would want to put that on head to toe. Now, a large majority of our users, uh, use the core body foam on a daily basis. Um, once it is applied, it bonds to your skin so it's not transdermal meaning it does not pass through your skin into your bloodstream okay all of our products are water based they're hypoallergenic and they're biodegradable so once this bonds to your skin it stays on your skin until you exfoliate so you know everybody's body is different um but you can you can get you know 5 days use out of one application what? you know Jay you know j Okay. Yeah, and Jerry. And yeah, you know, you know the story where I'm going with this. <laughs> yes. Jay, Jay's wife goes out of town. He doesn't tell her, but he takes a shower the day she leaves. Coats his head, you know, himself head to toe and and cool a body from doesn't shower for five days. Right. I mean, you talking about a brave man. <laughs> she comes home. and He hugs her and you're know, hey, you know, I missed you and the whole day, you know, she's she's oblivious because he doesn't stink. Right. And finally, he tells her, and she's just looking at him like. She doesn't know if she should be offended or impressed. Maybe a little bit of both. Really? <laughs> so, you know, once it goes on, uh, what it does is as your body uh, makes this bacteria, which results in odor, the core body foam kills it. But it also kills everything that you come in contact with day in and day out, whether it be doorknobs, handshakes, uh, you know, handing money back and forth at the McDonald's drive through. Uh, there's a... a a ton, I think, I think somewhere around 30,000 different bacteria born things that it kills. So it, it's a everyday usage kind of thing also, but okay. uh, I've been using it for deodorant for four and a half years. Um, you know, my kids, uh, all of them, I guess they get it from their mother, their feet stink. <laughs> uh, so they get in the shower and, and they, they put it on their feet. Yeah. Uh, to prevent that, you know, from happening. Right. Um, you know, so it's not just a hunting thing, but it's phenomenal in that you can put it on one time in the morning and you can hunt all day and you don't have to worry about anybody it. Yep. Um, it's phenomenal for people that do spotting socks that are camping, you know, got Colorado. Yeah. Mexico, long-term Colorado. hunt. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, I've got a, um, young lady that, that, um, wildly popular in the hunting industry. We just haven't announced that we're working with her yet. Okay. Um, that is uh, out west. She's a guide all over the country and the world, for that matter. Wow. Um, she, she's the real deal. She, okay. She's not the one standing in the okay. holding the, the bow upside down. I you would know, bow I would expect <laughs> no less from y'all. Yeah, yeah, we just don't do that. <laughs> um, but she's out there, and she said she's on day three without a shower, and she has no body odor, and she's covered up. So cool. You know, well, let's uh, that.
1: yeah, let's 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 break it right there because we're fixing to go into a break. Um. But, yeah, I think Jerry, Jerry's six days. I think he told me he'd go six days before
0: he yeah, starts that, smelling. That, that, <laughs> that just blows my
1: mind. <laughs> but, anyway, let's, uh, let's take a break. Uh, when we come back, we we'll can get right back into it with Philip Dixon from Lemon Shield Hunt talking about white tailed deer, scent control. Maybe not just tailed deer, but everyday stuff. So That's right. Hang on. Let's, uh, we'll be right back, Philip, Stay with us. Taylor. I do. Tom Felder. Uh huh. Heavy metal. Good stuff. We are. Uh, Good stuff. <laughs> back with uh, back with Woods and Water South Carolina and uh, talking to Philip Dixon from Little Shield Hunt and we're talking about you know it's a, it is a hunt it's a geared towards the hunting but it is for every day too you were talking about your kids using it and all and, and some of the some of the challenges how many days you can go without taking a shower challenge That's and right. it's a scary thing sometimes That's to think a about very but scary thing. Um I I I do I have tried it. It does work for multiple days with even me in my strenuous lifestyle behind the desk. Uh but let's pick it up right where we left off. You know, you're talking about the core body foam and, and direct to and Taylor I know that you um you're can be a little sensitive mm-hmm. to stuff. I can,
2: But it's worked for me. It's worked for you. And it's caused me no trouble.
0: No trouble. Well that's I think a lot of that's probably uh, with with it being water based um yeah. you know uh, our our company is actually a, a safe chemical solutions company um and so we're we're very big on being green and identifying you know stuff like that such as sensitivities and finding solutions around that and and another thing like with our hand body wash and Taylor you 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 might can comment on this I have not had a single woman tell me that it dries their hair out. No. And and I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that there is an exorbitant amount of money spent on women's hair, Mm -hmm. whether it is their real hair or it is somebody else's hair Mm -hmm. that is being woven into their hair. They spend a lot of money on it, and that was very important to us when we formulated this was to make sure that we identified with uh, our female hunters also and gave them a product that they would want to use uh, and I think that hair and body wash accomplishes that, correct me if I'm wrong.
2: No, I I totally agree. I have not had any dry hair with this. I, the first time I used it, I was like, okay, we're going to see how Daddy likes it. I've, I don't see why I wouldn't like it. I'm not too picky about what goes on my hair either, but... I mean, it worked perfect for me.
0: I teased you; it was gonna bleach it out.
2: Yeah, I was like, hold up. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, we, we
0: we take it to the beach with us because you know the 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 beach water has always got like chlorine cool yep. and oh, joke yeah. in it, and you oh, yeah. and you you smell like a hotel room when yes. you get done mm-hmm. taking a shower. So we we use that, and it 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 significantly knocks it down. Cool. Okay.
1: What's next? You got we've kind of gone through the the body foam, and and where would you go next with this?
0: Well, I I mean, we're kind of trying to really put some emphasis on proper uh, uses with the the spray. Okay. And this this is true with any spray. Obviously, we want you to use ours, um, but it's really true with just about all the sprays out there. And I see um, uh, on TV um, people that get out of the truck, you know, and they're they're talking to the camera and they're talking about you know this this booner that they've been feeding for seventy four years and they're going to go <laughs> kill it tonight. And they take their spray and they do a little halo spray around the top of their head. Yep. And then they, I don't know why they always spray their fanny and they spray <laughs> their boots and then they start walking in the woods. And so they're, they're walking in the woods and they're wet. And I don't understand that because you know when you're wet, you amplify things, everything you come in contact with. That's exactly right. Yep. Um, our process is a dry process. So it is intended to there's, – there's no point in you spraying down before, right before you walk in, none whatsoever. If you use our process correctly, you shower, you get out, you do the core body foam, uh, your clothes are treated with the spray or our, our new product, okay. Uh there is no need for you to have to apply anything. Uh, once the water evaporates out of the process – what is left behind is the magic that does the work for you. Um, and, and so I just – I cannot understand why people spray it down, especially their boots. So if you walk through a soybean field and then you go into the woods to get in your stand and your boots are wet, you're carrying all kinds of odor to your stand. Now, do what you want. We celebrate five-year-old kids that shoot spikes just as much sure. as we do – uh when Luke shot the world record using our products. Yep. You know, we celebrate everybody equally. But our goal is to give our consumers the best experience possible in the woods. That's what, and it doesn't matter. We we're not big on uh you know it, it's not the bigger the deer, it's the bigger the experience. Right. And that's what we want to provide to our consumers. So okay. um it's very important for us to get the message out proper usage. You know, <laughs> spray your stuff down saturate it, uh, let it dry, and then go use it. With our, with our process, you, you're going to get 14 days out of one application of the spray done and, properly.
1: And is that still turning everything inside out?
0: Yes, So, okay. and, and that's a phenomenal point. So um, especially with your next-to-skin items, if you're going to use the spray, turn it inside out because that's – that's what you're trying to eliminate is that odor coming from your skin that's trying to get out to the atmosphere. So turn it inside out before you saturate it. Now, with that being said, we have a new product called Extend. All right. And this is, this is like one of the coolest things in the world. This is as cool as Velcro. <laughs> I, I'm serious. So <clears throat> what you do is you take three gallons of hot water, and it's got to be a minimum of 110 degrees. And most people's hot water taps will reach that without a problem. Okay. You take your three gallons, you put it in a container, whether it's a um, Rubbermaid container or a, a Yeti cooler, whatever you want to use. You pour it in there, and then you pour our 10 ounces of, of formulation in, and then you, you can do up to 10 pounds of clothes, saturated for 10 minutes. And then once you bring it out, you wring it out, you let it dry, you will not have to apply anything else for the remainder of the season on that gear. And the way this works is the hot water opens up the fibers of the textile. Okay. And it allows for full pass through of a highly concentrated version of our spray. And this is the same process, how we uh, treat hunter safety systems, harnesses at the manufacturing level. We're just bringing this to the consumer and it's, phenomenal because you can use it for your hunting clothes, but you can also use it for athletic gear. You can use it for new pairs of shoes, your book bags. Um, you know, one of the things I always tell people, man, use this stuff on your release. If you have a pull-up line on your, your mm. key stand, yeah. which is just a – it's all that Everything. is a wick. Yeah. You know, just use it for all this stuff. You only have to do it one time. It takes 10 minutes, and you're done for the rest of the season. You can't wash it out. You can't wear it out. It's there, there's need if you'd have to go behind and respray and reapply and do all this crazy stuff, it's there for the season.
1: All right, let me ask you this then, are there any fabric concerns going along with that i mean i, I use no. I use first light and you know, merino wool correct
0: is and, that and we <clears throat> yes, no, it is good with merino okay. Um, and first light makes a wonderful product. I, I'm, I'm a Sitka guy,
3: um,
0: so you know, I've used on good everything. Stuff. And, and yep. yes, and, and we have uh, been very specific to look at um, all the poly blends as yeah. well as the merino wool. Okay, uh, and and it, it it pairs phenomenally with it. Okay, good.
1: One question I got because I just bought a pair this year. I'm, I'm I'm slow to change you i like I like great. a good pair of leather lace up boots. I have worn them my entire life from the old army surplus stuff in the late seventies to our mid seventies to now uh rubber boots is there so, and you got about a minute and a half here
0: so rubber rubber's not porous, so okay. um it won't absorb and hold odor, okay, but there's still that... There's an argument to be made for, um, if you step in cow manure and you wipe it off and you put your nose where cow manure was, <laughs> are you still going to be able to smell it? Of course. I have yet to do that field test. Maybe y'all can do that and give me the results. <laughs> I'm going to say that there's, that, that, yes, you're still going to have some odor okay. on the surface. So it's kind of one of those things better to have it, and not need it, than need right. it, not have it. Okay. I spray my rubber boots down, my insulated rubber boots down, just because. I don't know everything, and I'd rather have it and not need it.
1: Okay. All right. Cool. Anything in closing? Anything you want to – anything we didn't touch on? Do we need to bleed over in another segment?
0: No, I don't think so. Okay. I would ask, you know, go follow us on social media. If you use our product, send us a picture with your success uh, in some of our products. Uh, we, we've been known to say thank you and have stuff show up at consumers' houses uh, that have sent us pictures. <laughs> uh, you know, just to, just to say thanks, yeah. uh, we've got pretty cool social media. We've got um, do? a lot of people. I mean, it's, it's, this stuff is growing just at exorbitant rates. And so every year around the middle of October, like, my phone starts blowing up with all these pictures coming in with all these dead deer, and I love it. Uh Absolutely. So wear my phone out, wear my battery down, and like, follow us. We've even got TikTok. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm not going there. Taylor Hush. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's uh, it's a Limit Shield Hunt.com. That's a Limit Shield with a, all eyes, no That's A's. Fact. That's a fact. And, uh, Philip, as always, thanks for taking time out of your day to be here and uh, helping us to send elimination. I look forward to talking to you soon, and uh, ATA hopefully will be normal this year.
0: Yep. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll see you from the nose up. All right, man. Take care of <laughs> yourself. Right.
2: Thank you. Yep. Yes,
0: Bye. All right. Y'all hang on. More Woods and Water South on the other side.
1: back to the last segment of Woods and Water South County for this Saturday. Lots of good information in that. One. We're going to hit. Oh yeah. We're going to come back to that. But you had a you ran out of time.
2: I did run out of time. But first of all, I have to say I came in that interview with six questions. He answered all <laughs> of them.
1: Yeah, Philip knows really? his. Philip really knows his stuff. Makes I, it real easy for us. It does. It, it's almost unfair. <laughs> But them doing all the work. But anyway, yeah. Good no. stuff. Got, I got some more to go on yeah. that one. Go ahead. Well,
2: I ran out of time for this one. This is another NSSF First Shots. Um, that's September 12th from 8.30 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. There
1: was one of those August um, 12th. We just missed it. We did? Yes. Okay. Well. So I went ahead and did the next month okay. one. Okay. So well. any, I'm sorry. I had to get that out there. <laughs> While you're into next month. Yes. Okay, go ahead. But this
2: is actually the same one as the date night. Well, they're putting on the same, like, it's the same program.
3: Oh, okay. But okay. this
2: is for newcomers, and it's $29. Um, First Shots provides firearm safety and gives newcomers an opportunity to give shooting a try. So it is isn't $20 for everything you need, so I'm assuming that is...
1: Gun rentals, yeah. lane rentals, probably not your ammunition, but...
2: But it says receive a... your cer- so. you receive a certificate at the end of the class from the National Shooting Sports Foundation... For twenty five dollars dollars towards future purchases of at the range, so oh. that's a cool one. I like to see the the programs that they're making for all the newcomers and whether it's fishing or shooting or I mean, anything like that so
1: because you you are a first timer for some of this stuff mm-hmm. I am. which is fun to watch.
2: I grew up with the Although basics. It's, now it's kind of getting more complicated. Kind of
1: bad though, because a lot of these first times are like last times for me. Your sister was the first time,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and your first are now the last time. Mm-hmm. So, kind of, kind of. Hard to deal with it sometimes being <laughs> a dad. Y'all, y'all know what I am There's plenty of guys out there going, "Uh huh, go, brother. We know what you're talking about." <laughs> there are plenty of them out there. Uh, <laughs> Um, yes, Philip really knows this stuff, and they'll, uh, you know, look, I don't, nobody pays me to do this stuff, okay? We we buy the airtime, we sell the advertising that comes with it, and we put the show on. Nobody, Shield, does not pay me for doing this show. <laughs> I mentioned First Light. First Light does not pay me for doing this show. I like First Light stuff. Uh, I know Steve Ranella. I do, I do have a discount on first light i'm not a pro i'm not on the pro staff oh i'm not on anybody's pro staff am i no mm-hmm. i mean i have some people that give me stuff from time to time
2: yeah but it's not a pro staff
1: it's not a pro staff i'm not worth pro staff <laughs> um but anyway it, it when you get people that come back on again and again and know their stuff it, it's it does it makes our job so much easier yep. but anyway like this is a job um <laughs> But, yeah, Limit Shield, it is good stuff. I use it. I've used it all up you know. I mean, when I was a kid, I used to pour apple juice on my boots. You know, <laughs> Army Surplus Combat boots, and I'm pouring apple juice on them because I want to cover my scent going in and out. There wasn't an apple tree within 500 miles of where I hunted, and I'm pouring <laughs> apple juice on my boots, you know. And that's, you know, as I've gotten older, yeah, I've tried some different stuff—the the copper stuff, the silver nitrate I, you know, but I never knew how to use it
3: mm-hmm.
1: until I met Philip. And that first time at ATA, probably three years ago now. Yeah, been three and a half, going on four years now. When Jerry Wyden with Hunter Safety has introduced us, and Philip sat there for fifteen minutes, just like I said at the beginning of the interview, he talked about how to use scent control and, you know. That's the first time anybody sat down and did it, explained it to me. They come out of the FDA. They come out of the hospital system, and this stuff works. Yep. I can vouch for it. And I'll even go so far as to say Philip can't, but I have noticed a difference in the number of mosquitoes that pay attention to me when I have used this as opposed to when I haven't. Mm-hmm. A couple times last year we didn't use it. We had mosquitoes. Mm-hmm. Most of the time I use this, I don't have problems with mosquitoes. Now, I don't hunt in the low country. I don't think there's anything you can do down in the low country short of <laughs> napalm, and that only lasts for so long. <laughs> I mean, I've had two thermocells going at the same time, and it didn't make a difference. So, yeah, there are <laughs> there are limitations to everything.
2: If you can't tell, we're obviously low country fishermen, not hunters. <laughs> not hunter. I, I mean,
1: I've spent some time down there hunting. The last time was when I almost stepped on a cottonmouth, I mean, a... a, a um, Copperhead
2: the I day before that.
1: Thanksgiving. And then this is in November, and I'm having to worry about it. And I asked before I got out of the truck, I said, you think i got to worry about snakes? again?" Now nah, I don't think so. They're probably gone by now. Shoot. Copperheads. I don't mind snakes when I'm expecting to see them and all that. You don't expect to see one in November.
3: No, you don't.
1: But anyway. Uh, <laughs> that's a little country. Uh, but, yeah. So, anyway. Deer, well, it was funny he knows all this stuff, but deer, four, four, the four superpowers of whitetailed deer and a bow hunter's kryptonite. It was Scott Einsman from back in 17. Um, the phone just blew up. Um, but the first one is smell. Check this out. A deer's olfactory senses, that's the sense of smell, Mm -hmm. are its greatest superpower. Deer use their nose as a primary defense against predators. In fact, a a deer's nose functions better than a bloodhound's nose. Olfactory receptors are key. A deer's long nose is loaded with them. They have 800 times more receptors than your nose, Taylor. But that's not all. The roof of of a deer's mouth contains a Jacobson's organ, which sorts out smells. So when a deer breathes, it automatically detects... Various smells in the air, including human scent. A deer has one more weapon in its sniffing arsenal, its brain. A significant portion of a deer's brain is devoted to deciphering smells. The brain acts like a supercomputer interpreting the faintest of scents. That's crazy. Of course, we all know to use the wind, you know, you don't go to a stand that's a north wind stand and hunt it on the south wind. You just don't do that. But managing the wind and managing your scent with something like a lemon shield is, is... Key. Key. Yep.
2: We've got something totally different.
1: Totally different. what we've
2: been talking about. Yes. But it was a pretty cool thing. Yes. The headline is New York Bass Bassmaster Elite Events reeling more than 7 million viewers. Can you believe that? <laughs> Between. It says, it says. So this would be their, their New York swing with St. Lawrence River yep. and um, Lake Champlain. Back to back. And throughout that. Um, between ESPN2, the live stream on Bassmaster.com, and yes. ESPN3, yes, the audience was 7.2 million viewers over eight days of coverage on ESPN2 alone. Wow! There's no telling what the total was between all that, but they did get 214 million minutes of live <laughs> tournament coverage during the two events. Now, tell me...
1: <laughs> 214 million minutes.
2: Tell me how you would ever think that a Bassmaster tournament would get that many viewers. But, with the way fishing has blown up lately, well, people, are, people the, are interested.
1: And then, no live sports.
2: It, yeah, that too.
1: People are hungry for for something different. Something, mm-hmm. you know, and, hey, let's try this. Yeah. And I think they did a great job with it. Absolutely oh, did a great job.
2: Absolutely. They, they worked with what they could. And, of course... You know, with having Davy Height on there, that's Gosh. probably half those seven million I do to watch Davy. I don't think. I don't they think they were
1: my that. friends first.
2: Well, but let's see who who they, they like were, better. Than they them. were
1: all my friends first. Sure. sure. We'll go with that. Coattail dragger.
2: <laughs> hey, it's better than being a ball and chain, I guess. <clears throat> Maybe.
1: You got something else over there?
2: <laughs> do you Clint. have anything else? Uh,
1: I do, but I know you.
2: I've been we, itching to. do You've this been itching time.
1: to do this. Yes.
2: South Carolina seasons. We mentioned this last week on the show.
1: And I told you I had something. I found yeah, you it. I gave it to you. you. did. So where are we right now?
2: Well, the list of it so far is winter. Well, no, 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 no. Start. I, right. I got to go through the whole oh, thing because I got to see where we are. Okay. Because I want them to vote on this. So we have got winter. Full spring, second winter, spring of deception, third winter, the pollening, actual spring, attack of the mosquitoes, summer, please, Lord, make this summer end, false fall, just kidding, more summer, actual fall. So where are we? Well, that's what I'm going to say. I am going to narrow it down to please, Lord, make this summer end. <laughs> and, I mean, we haven't really had a false no, fall, we have, have we? we
1: no, we haven't. But in
2: the mornings, sometimes it it's a getting. White fall
1: if you off. look at the, I'm, I'm pulling up AccuWeather right now because I saw this the other day. If you do the long-term forecast, this next week, I actually see 66 for a low and 82 for a high.
2: Oh, that's a lot better than 90.
1: Now that's upstate. That's upstate. What, what is it going to be in Charleston? Let's let's go to the other side of the world. See, they've got 75 and 84. Jell- so would that be... Oh, there's an 82. So would that be...
2: I'm between summer still.
1: And please, and please let the, Lord Lord summer the summer end. end. Okay, well, that's true. So I guess next, week, next week would know. be false fall, right?
2: Yeah, right, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. I start school next week, so let's hope it's not as hot. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, gosh. It's hard to do anything in a minute. Well, I mean, we got two minutes. Okay, so... so do you want to do that, or do you want me to do yeah, this? You go ahead. Okay. The whitetail hunter's three-point checklist for telling the difference between a button buck and a doe. Okay. This is a problem. Everybody's got. I guess I got time to. Everybody, everybody has this question. Yeah. You know, I don't want to shoot a buttonhead. Mm-hmm. You. The number one thing, and I think I'm going to get to this next week. The number one thing to avoid, to do to avoid that. What do you think it is, Tata?
2: Gee, I don't know.
1: What do you have around your neck every time you go hunting?
2: Binoculars. There uh, you go. They're a necessity.
1: I mean, they are a necessity. Um, it's just, it's hard to, it's determine hard to mess up when you can determine what it is you're looking at. Mm-hmm. There are physical traits, but we'll, we'll get to this.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But I, I cannot hammer home enough. Binoculars. Binoculars. Yep. I mean just keep it a pair in the car. You looking Looking at things down the road and stuff like that. I mean I mean it, it could be an airplane flying over. I'm a I'm a I'm a runway junkie. <laughs>
3: yes you uh, are.
1: It could be an airplane flying over, it could be anything you see alongside the road mm-hmm. out in the field. But hunters need to use their binoculars first. And you'll you won't make mistakes like that. So there you go. And, and that's, that's the end of the show. Hey, big time to get out there.
3: Take the back roads if you can.
1: Don't forget the camera. Next week, more Woods and Water, South Carolina. Carolina.